Hi guys, welcome back to episode, I want to say 15. I don't know every... how you're keeping track because I have no idea. I, I don't keep track when it comes to me saying it, I just guess. I don't think about it before, I should always check, but I don't. I think but it is. I I want to say it's 15. Um, Yeah, episode 15 of Girls in Biz. If you're new here, my name is Molly. My name is Georgia. And we set up Girls in Biz 15 episodes ago um just because, because why not yeah <laughs> because I mean, we are girls in this <laughs> so we've got our own marketing companies we both have been doing that for around two years ish so yeah now we're here talking about it and helping people have got their own companies or people that want to set up their own companies amazing Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. Um, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about the anxiety and the stress that you get with going on holiday when you're running your own company especially if it's just you um, or even if you've got a team and you you're trying to get them to make sure everything's ready and whatnot um, but before we get into that if you follow us on Instagram you will know that we put up a story a couple of days ago asking for your responses for our last week's episode which I mean when this goes out it'll be last week but when we're recording it was literally only like two days ago so <laughs> um we're just gonna go through those and respond so what we put up on our story was just asking other people what their traits that they look for in friends in partners hopefully my phone doesn't die um so to kick it all off our first one was what are the traits that you look for in friends I'll be honest I can't remember what we said I think we just said surrounding yourself with people that are I remember what I said I said surround yourself with people that can benefit you in like all different areas so there might be someone that you can talk to about business maybe someone's just really fun to hang out with maybe there's someone that like you might have like different like hobbies or something in common with people but I think we're just saying about like people can be good in different areas not everyone has to have all the same kind of traits yeah I just want to clarify as well because when I was listening back when I was editing (laughs) I was kind of like cringing at myself I always cringe at myself and when I say someone who's better than me I don't mean I don't know I feel like it came across really what's the word like putting yourself down but yeah not necessarily mean, putting myself you mean down like more progressed in an yeah. area that you want to be progressed in right it just means like this person could literally just be a nicer person than what I am for an, <laughs> for an example like I'm a nice person that say someone's done something for me I'll be oh thank you polite nice <laughs> but there could be someone who's like thank you so much and I think that just means that they're nicer so okay. I want to be a thank you so much person. And I think by doing that, yeah. Actually, this is not relevant, but kind of relevant. An ick is when people are rude to waiters and like staff yeah. as, as a whole. That is such an ick. It's so awkward. You're just like, please don't complain. Yeah. I think, I hate I think complaining is actually really embarrassing. Yeah, I hate it. There was only one time I came close to complaining. It was to my car insurance company. And I was going through a lot of stress at the time. And they did not help me. 
So <laughs> I was not very happy, but that's the only time. Actually, I complained to McDonald's once and they gave me like a £10 voucher. Yeah, if I've ever complained, I do it so nicely. I went to TGI Fridays in Brighton. It was like the worst experience of my life. It was so You always bad. have to wait ages in there. Waited ages and then the food was so bad. It didn't come with like anything that was meant to. It was really bad. Then we felt bad because the waitress was really nice. Then we wanted to complain and it, it was so expensive for like, it's pretty much fast food. It yeah. was like over a hundred quid or something and we were like this is ridiculous for like, it was like four of us maybe i was like that's a lot so when we complained we did it so nice we were like really sorry but um this wasn't right but um the waitress was really nice and we just like you know when you're just like so nice about it you're just like sorry oh sorry God. sorry yeah a hundred quid for four people is really not bad though no it was like a hundred and something like a hundred and 60 or something I don't know and we literally had like a main and a drink oh okay and if the food shit you don't want to even like pay anything towards it also like yeah they just abandoned us and we were the only ones in there it was so strange it was like a Friday night or something about eight o'clock it was empty I've actually had the exact same experience in there I've only gone in there once you know when someone somewhere's empty and you're like now I know why it's empty. <laughs> yeah. I think I just like their ribs. But <laughs> um yeah, I just don't go there. Um anyways, if we get into the responses, so the first one that we got for friends was non-judgmental. I feel like you need yeah. right, for me I need a mix. I need someone that doesn't yeah. judge me and I need someone that does judge me. <laughs> yeah. Like when I go to someone, if I explain a situation, like maybe I've done something, I need someone to be like, oh, no, like you did the right thing and like whatever. Like I need someone to support me in that sense. Yeah, and then I'll go to the other friend and they'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> it depends what mood I'm in. If I'm in the mood to kind of feel a bit better about myself, I'll go to that non-judgmental friend. But mm. if I want actual proper hard advice I'll go to that other friend yeah so I think it needs a balance Mm. I think partner wise yeah non-judgmental I don't want that because if they're judgmental and you're like I said it's a life partner you don't want that all your life I don't want someone judging me my whole life it's quite nice having people with like opinions I'm very opinionated Mm. sometimes when people don't have an opinion I'm like come on like even you know if you like show someone an outfit and you're like what do you think and they're like yeah like if you like it wear it and I'm like no do you like the outfit yeah you didn't give me an answer (laughs) yeah I get that I definitely get that or like they just go yeah it looks nice Usually boys, they're just like, yeah, yeah cool, alright. I don't think someone, like, if someone says to me, you look nice, I don't take it as a compliment anymore. No. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't I need feel like a good that. compliment. <laughs> I need new words. <laughs> yeah. I need, you look amazing. You look unreal. That's yeah. what I need. <laughs> I'm like, nice is like your friend. Like, oh, you look nice. Like, nice is like, you look okay. pretty. <laughs> like, you look okay. <laughs> No, I want to look fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got kindness, which we kind of 
went over yeah. in the episode. I think quite a lot of people actually said kindness. So mm. literally there's a few on here that say kindness. So we won't go into each and every one. Um, but yeah, you want friends that are kind. Again, it's an ick if they're rude. So mm. um, yeah, and it's kind of it's just embarrassing when people are rude. Sometimes it shocks me as well how many people just aren't nice. Just in their day-to-day life, they're just not friendly or nice. I'm like, how are you living your life like that? You know what they say, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But we've all been hurt. You don't need to be a bitch about it. Yeah, exactly. We've got loyal. So yeah. Friends, loyal. Friends, partners, obviously, loyal. Um, And trustworthy. But yeah, if you want to tell them something, mm. you don't want people to like go around yeah. talking about it, do you? Like, so if you don't trust someone, you can't be yourself because you're always like, worrying about like what you can talk about, what you can say, what you can do. You want to be yourself around the people that you hang around mm. with. You don't want to have to like, I mean, I guess with different people, you kind of have different personalities. With some people, yeah. you might just like fuck around a bit more with. Like, I would say I've got one of my friends, Imogen. We are literally just, like, the same person. Mm-hmm. And we're just, we'll just fuck about and we'll just take the piss. But, like, with other people, it might be more of, like, boy talk all the time. Yeah. Like that. Everyone's different. They've got different kind of friendships. Um, I think just making sure that, like, whatever personality you shift into when you're with them is one that you want to have yeah yeah no definitely um kind and caring yeah yeah and ambition so I think that basically says what we were going into last week yeah so just being around people that like bring you up bring you up like if you want to have like a good work ethic say say you do have your own company and you want to improve yourself like we said if you hang around with people that have that kind of ambition or or are already there then that's going to help you and that's going to help your friendship um what else have we got so we do have some we do also put up an anonymous thing i'm just going through all the instagram ones at the minute and then we'll go on the anonymous thing. But we're, we're trying to just skim through this really quickly, but I think this is probably going to take up about half the episode. <laughs> we can't do anything quickly. <laughs> no, we can't. We end up just talking we about say, random. We're just going to do this really quickly. It'll probably be about half an hour of the podcast. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so, partner. First one that we've got, honesty. I think we said that as yeah. well last week. Obviously, we don't have to really explain that. That's pretty And it, like, ties into, like, trust as well. Like, if you're not... If they're not honest, you won't have trust. It's a little cycle. Yeah. Um, Someone who will support me during my lowest moments and knows how to pick me back up. That's a nice one. One thing I've noticed is that often when you're in your lowest moments is actually when you're, like, the most on your own because... It's like we've been saying, right, you want to be around people who, like, bring you up and lift you up. So usually when mm. I've found when I'm at my lowest or I'm, like, struggling with mental health, that's when people distance themselves the most and it almost makes it so much harder. Yeah. 
I think when you're going through a low time, people don't want to message you and be like, are you okay? Are you okay all the time? They just don't want to get involved. Mm. What I think is there's one thing saying to someone, oh, I'm here if you want to talk. And then there's mm. another thing actually actively messaging them going, are you okay? Like genuinely. And it's like, you know, if you see someone every day and they'll, whenever you see them, they'll be like, oh, how's your day? It's not like a, are you okay? Like genuinely, are you okay? It's just like, how was your day? It's like one of those, like, how are you? And you you know that you can't go, no, really shit, because they don't want to talk about it. You have to go, yeah, I'm fine, how are you? Yeah. Like, it's all for show. I find a lot of the time when people go like, I'm here if you need, it's like, a lot of the time it does seem for show, because when you actually message and say, I'm feeling really, like, down, they don't help you. <laughs> I don't know. Recently, I had a friend and I said, she was like, you're really distant lately. And I said, I'm feeling really rubbish at the moment. And she said, why don't you join a book club? It's like, no, that's not, that's not going to solve my mental health issues. Join a book club. Like, the resolution of all mental health. Thank you for your advice. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I don't need therapy. Maybe I need to go join. You a need book a book club. club, Molly. Sounds cheaper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> therapy is expensive. So, right. So we're going through that one. Not lazy, kind, and understanding. God, I feel like I can be quite lazy. <laughs> that not lazy was said with an exclamation mark as well. I feel like that's a bit of a direct insult. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's definitely not a direct insult. On Instagram, we can see, obviously, who said what, and I know who sent this. <laughs> it's definitely not a direct insult. If it is, got to have words, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm, when it comes to, like, work and stuff, I'm really not lazy. But when it comes to, like, getting up and doing my washing or going to the gym, then I can lay in bed for hours. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I am not a morning person. I really struggle. I want to be. <laughs> yeah, I would like to be a morning person. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to be the kind of person that can get up at like half five and go to the gym and like go yeah. watch the sunrise and do all these things before everyone else has even woken up. But it's not. I think my that issue is, is I can't go to bed early. I just can't do it. I go through phases where I can't sleep. I'm actually going through it at the minute. I really don't know why. I mm. feel like it's, I think it's a stress thing. Um, and I mean, the worst, I literally, the longest amount of time that I really struggled sleeping was like three, four months. Mm. And I actually, um, I'll go into it in next week's episode, but I actually developed like a fear of sleeping, which is really yeah. weird. So I had to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll go into that next week and I, we can kind of give like a little introduction to what we're planning over the next few weeks at the end yeah. Um, but yeah not lazy like if it comes to work like if all they do is complain about they all they yeah if they just complain all the time if they complain about work all the time yeah. and like do you know what I hate people that complain about things and don't do anything about it. Um, yeah. I'm just sorry. If you're complaining about it, right, what are you going to do about it then? There's some things you can't do. And I think 
I know I do anyway so I mean surely a lot of other people do I get so fixated on the things that I can't change where Mm. I should be more fixated on the things that I can change and actually change it and then see a benefit yeah sometimes people just like moan about things they can change and don't they're like I hate my job and I'm like look for a new one I don't want a new one start a business no I can't I'm like ask to change something at your job and they're like oh no I'm like what do you want then so I had someone messaging me yesterday actually saying oh like how do I set up my own company like I don't know what to do and I'm just like we you just do it you just do it but you need to come up with an idea that you're prepared to commit to um and then I think people overthink it I tell people that I just made an Instagram page and started promoting it and they were like but how and I'm like I just I made the page (laughs) you make some posts (laughs) obviously there's more that goes into it like registering for your tax and if you want to like trademark stuff and all of that but a lot of the time it's as simple as just make an Instagram page come up with your name and what you're doing Mm. and then when interest comes in you figure it out from there yeah quite a lot of what I did at the start was literally just winging it yeah I've always been a wing it kind of person like if anyone ever says to me can you do this unless I know for definite there's no way yeah I would just say yeah and then (laughs) if it's something that I don't know but I could learn I'll just do it I'll learn it along the way or like I'll, I'll either ask people or I'll just figure it out myself the thing is is that on the internet you can learn how to do anything yeah and like if you've kind of got basic understanding like I knew kind of like the basics of SEO but I, I was honest with this person that came to me I was like look I'm learning it so I charge a lot less than what like someone who does know SEO yeah. do because I want to learn it and I think the only way that I can actually learn how to do something is if I physically do it mm. the only thing I think is quite difficult is like website code website code you do that's have to a sit lot. And learn, actually yeah. like I have I actually don't even know where this book is right now but I learned website coding and I'm not gonna lie thank god that I did like it is really difficult I mean I literally sat sat through and just learn it write down all the codes write down loads of examples because I need to actually like see something to actually understand it yeah and then literally like a couple of weeks later, I had a client come to me about wanting to update their website. And that website was made like years and years and years ago. And it was all made with code. <laughs> Thank God I learned code. I've done like little bits here and there. But I have to take it like very small step by step. And I don't really understand what I'm doing although apparently like now AI can help you with code I haven't seen I mean like when I was doing it it was like the first time that I did code and I was like obviously you're gonna get confused like the first time that you actually do it I was trying to find like some kind of AI because there was one thing that came up and I was like oh my god what is going on so I went and tried to find like some AI to generate me a code to fix it and it just (laughs) so <laughs> because also there's so many different codes like the codes are like languages and there is a load of them and some some people I might sound completely wrong on this because I'm not a pro but I think that some people create their own codes so you might 
have a website that someone has made in their own code at like their company and only the people at that company know that code so if someone else tries to come in and do it they don't know it I haven't seen that before it's crazy so you can almost like create a system that no one else can understand and then you can just completely limit yourself yeah um how did we get onto code <laughs> from not about things that we don't understand <laughs> yeah but oh yeah I kind of remember the the thought process now um <laughs> but yeah I was talking to someone and they were like yeah I don't know how to do it and I was like you literally just got to do it find something that you like just the idea it. of and you just the first step is literally just making a social media account and yeah well first the first step is thinking of an idea the second step is coming up with a name and then the third step is social media and then you mm-hmm. go from there um and I I even said that to them as well like most of the things that I do as like a service now at the beginning of it all I literally said I could do to people and I actually couldn't (laughs) so I'm always up for learning new things you know yeah also it helps you figure out what you do and don't like as well yeah do something and you're like I absolutely hate this yeah exactly and I mean there's not been one time since I've set up my company that I thought I hate this no I mean don't get me wrong some people test me they really do test me um but they don't test me enough for me to want to pack everything in like some you do meet some characters you meet the most difficult people and you're like how did you ever find me how did we get here some people talk to me I'm like how far like how come you've got this far in life (laughs) I don't know I don't know how yeah some people just are like in their own little dreamland and I'm like how have you got a business like how how are things running for you right now (laughs) and some people just so stingy I don't don't like stinginess right that's a trait in a friend and a partner. Stinginess. No. Mm-hmm. Big one. Not stingy. Right. Kind, understanding. Generous. Generous. Yeah. Generous is nice. Um. So we've got another kind and caring, which we've kind of gone over. Takes care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want, like... Like I said last week, you don't want to mother someone. It's like with Harry. I, I was like, Harry, when's your dentist appointment? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you need to know these things. I can't do it for you. Yeah, no, things like that. Like booking them appointments and whatever. I'm trying to think of an example where, where I've had to do it. I'm basically in charge of like any dates or calendars. Like I'm like, right. The pet insurance is on this day. We have to pay this much. Or like, we're going out this weekend. This is the date. This is the time. Like, I just, I feel like my brain has to be the calendar of the relationship. <laughs> I'm okay, just like, like okay. figuring out when, like, finances are coming out and stuff. If it's, like, both of ours. I mean, definitely if it's mine. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I feel like it should be more of, like, a joint effort. But it's not yeah. something I would do. Everything's in my name. <laughs> So I get all the emails and I'm the one like, we've got this. 
I hate emails. I hate getting loads of emails. I go through my emails. Well, my work email, I don't even bother with my personal because there's like yeah, I've given 20 million vows and whatever emails. So I just don't even bother with those. But my work ones, it's just full of just like spammy stuff. I'm like, please stop emailing me. Let me see how many emails I've got. How do we, where is it? Oh, you know what? I just remembered. I I found out that you can turn off the little number in the corner of the app because it got so bad that I just couldn't bear to see it. I think it was like 20,000 or something. I don't think there's a way for me to see it anymore. It just got so ridiculous. There were so many that I actually couldn't delete them all because it just wouldn't yeah. let me. Um, I think oh, 20,066. Nice. Unread. I haven't <laughs> even done this intentionally, but all of my notification I things have gone off. I've only just noticed that, actually. I don't remember ever turning that off, but it is off. It's quite satisfying, think... like, going through your settings and, like, making it all how you want it to be. All weekend, because I was away, I turned off my Instagram notifications and it was such a nice break. I got it off on my iPad as well. Yeah. I don't know how many I've got. I kind <laughs> of don't want to know. Um, <laughs> Funny and trustworthy as well. So, I don't yeah, know. funny. Yeah, someone's got to be funny. Mm. That's that's a bit of an obvious one. Actually, to be fair, just having like a matching sense of humor because sometimes people are funny, but like you won't find them funny. Do you know what? My TikTok is just full of DJ Khaled at the minute. Is that how you say it? DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled? Don't know. Don't know if I just said uh, that the same twice. DJ Khaled. Yeah, another one. That guy. And the stuff that he comes out with. And just the things that he does is just so funny. Like, he's always on a jet ski. Always on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's on my TikTok a lot, a lot at the minute is Wilco. What's happened to Wilco? Why is everyone crying? They've shut down. Oh. <laughs> There's, like, loads of... They're like, all closing down. How have you missed this? Well, no, I just, like... I thought it was just that one shop that was closing down because I just kept seeing no. this one shop and all of them standing outside it. <laughs> Oh, I did not know that. But like they're all, all crying crying and, and everything. And everyone's like, TikTok's so different. Mine's yeah. full of books. I keep getting people being like, read this book, read this book. I'm not even reading at the moment. And my I just went on it yesterday after being off for a few days. And I find if I do that, I'll come back and it's just the randomest stuff. Did you ever, this is really niche, did you ever get those TikToks come up of it's called Pablo the Race Cat? And it's this cat, and it just, it's not even real. It's this, like, cartoon cat, and it just rises around this racetrack. No, I and don't think I ever it. got that. We noticed, if we went on TikTok late at night, like, say, like, past midnight, it got very weird. Like, all the videos were just strange. <laughs> this was one of them, and it was so funny, because it would be, like, every few videos would be this cat. I'm going to send it to you, Molly. But if whoever's listening, go on TikTok, look up Pablo the race cat. And it's just so funny. Other people must have seen it because these a lot of these videos have like 9 million views. Yeah. 
my TikTok, I'm actually going to expose my For You page. Frenchie. <laughs> That's an advert. I don't really know. I actually don't know what's going on here. There's another dog video. Right. Let's go on to the anonymous ones and then we'll get into today's actual episode. <laughs> An hour late. Yeah. When do we even start? I don't know. I, I don't like know. Our, I feel like our intro is an hour long. Yeah. So, on the anonymous ones, someone who makes you feel safe. Yeah. Assuming, you could do it as friends and partners. Probably more important. Yeah, both. Like, you get some, like, even, like, in friends, you might have girls that you could go on a night out with and sometimes you get people who you feel like, I don't feel that safe with you. Yeah. So, like, do you ever be with people and you feel like, if I got drunk, I feel like you might just leave me and wander off. And you have other people who you know would, like, look after you if something happened. I'm not friends with anyone who I think would leave me if we were really drunk. Mm. I have one friend where, like, if we're, we can just both go out together, just us, and if one person's not feeling it anymore, the other person's actually not feeling it anymore. And, like, even if, yeah. even if one person's not feeling it and one person is feeling it, like, we'll just go home yeah same wavelength and that's what you need um when you go out of people um but like partner wise even just like going down to like sleeping in the same bed with them out of the experiences that I've had I need to like if I'm going to be in the same bed as someone I need to be able to feel safe with them yeah so but that's after my personal experiences but I don't think that's There's like loads a, of ways of feeling safe even like if they're like driving you somewhere, how they drive shows a massive thing. Like whether they drive safely or you have like a boy who drives like a complete idiot and you think, I feel like you would have quite happily just crash the car with me in it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. There are some people that drive really scatty. I will s- yeah. I will say all of my friends drive really scatty. <laughs> maybe I do. But my kind of like plan is if I just drive really scatty then I won't have to drive anywhere people other people can drive me yeah they'll be like I don't want to get in your car you know how like you get asked to do something so if you do it really bad you don't have to do it again (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's a toxic mindset to have um not a trait that I look for but any man who likes Andrew Tate is a red flag yeah I think it depends on what things that he's said that they agree with but it, it does make me laugh mm. how they'll agree with like, all the things, like what he said about bad things about women and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. as soon as he says that the man should be the provider, like the woman shouldn't have to do anything, they get really quiet when he says that. Yeah, so, I think the issue yeah. is I've seen videos where there's like there's now like 10, 11, 12-year-old boys who think he's like God. And they're out there, literal like ten year olds, like repeating what he says. And you're like, "Yeah, a woman needs to do this for me, that for me." I'm like, "You're ten. A woman doesn't need to do anything for you except like be your mum." Yeah, literally. And I, I was talking to my friend about this yesterday because um, she's seeing a guy at the minute, and he's basically said like he wants a housewife, so she's really happy of that. Um, and we're just kind of like talking about it, and like say. You're in a couple. You both work nine to five. Mm. Who's coming home? Who's doing the cooking? Who's coming home? Who's doing the cleaning? Yeah. Out of any relationship that I've seen and like 
yeah, whatever. It's always the woman that does it. And then mm. it'll be like the men that will complain, like, oh, you didn't do, you didn't cook this, you didn't like, oh, why aren't you, why haven't you cleaned today or whatever? So mm. I can understand why people like the traditional way of like relationships. Because I think it's like, it's now like both roles combined into one. It's like it used to be the women stayed at home and now they work, but they don't just work instead of doing that. They do it all on top of what they would originally have done as well. Yeah. I think for me personally, when it once I've had kids and stuff, I'd probably, if I am working, which I think I would want to, I don't know, I'd go part-time. Mm. Or hopefully I'm at a point with my business where I don't have to work at all. And I yeah, just you can just doing anything. have it all, all the work done for you. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, next one. Empathetic, pretty, funny. Empathetic is really important. You know what you just reminded me of then? You reminded me of when people, when we were like 12, everyone used to do like, like for a like. Or they'll be yeah, like, like for a like or like, like for a, for a hot or not. You used to remind me of that when you were like pretty, funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it does actually sound like a 12 year old. Molly, you're hot, you're pretty, you're not. <laughs> you're like an 8 out of 10. Like, just like on your Facebook wall as well. Like, everyone's just seeing that you've just been called like a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, no, they what just, was like, the other one? Like, for an LPC, they do looks, personality, and closeness. Do you remember that? Yeah, LPC. I don't and know then... if this is only like an English thing. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know. Sorry to our like our second most popular place is Morocco. So sorry to our <laughs> We're still in Morocco the charts. You know? Sorry to Morocco if you didn't do hot or not on Facebook. <laughs> Some people did like videos hot or not. Mm. And there was there was one time I got a knot. <sighs> I'd always one find time. if they were your friend, they'd say hot, and if they just kind of knew you, they'd go pretty. <laughs> yeah. But that it did damage my ego a little bit, but I was quite ugly as like a kid. I'm not gonna lie, so I'm not gonna deep it. Um, supports me and works hard. I mean, everyone wants someone who supports them. Yeah, as long as I mean, it's equal in some way. Yeah, you don't want one person like being your biggest fan and the other one's like not doing anything. Just sitting there like, yes, keep supporting me. Yeah. Like I think I even said in the last episode, like, I need someone to be my biggest fan. Like I need someone to hype me up. Yeah. Like whether it's mm. work or just like how I look, whatever. Um, but obviously I'd be like the exact same in return. Whoever I'm with, I'd obviously support. Um, works hard, cool good work ethic okay and works hard we've got just gone through that so I think maybe we should round off the uh, responses and actually get into today's episode (laughs) but thank you for sending in all of your traits that you look for so let's get into the actual episode we went a bit off topic several times already which is unlike us but we're back on track now so we're going to be talking about the, I mean, I personally get anxiety before I go away and when I'm away and that when I'm coming back and stuff. So I personally just don't stop working. So I don't get the anxiety. 
but mm-hmm. I know obviously for you Georgia like you get kind of like stressed out about it um yeah your guilt so I get two different things I kind of get guilt about taking time off which I find normally happens more for like the odd day off or like a sick day or like taking an afternoon off or something like that I think because it's basically I think when it's unplanned I get guilt whereas when I've got a planned holiday in my head I'm like okay this is my break like I don't feel so guilty about it but then instead of guilt I get anxiety about like are things gonna go wrong while I'm away like a client's gonna be annoyed if things aren't quite the same as usual or like if they're getting slightly less are people gonna ask me for like a refund on a certain amount are they gonna like I don't even know I just have like worst case scenario I'm like what if everything goes wrong what if something fails or something goes out wrong or I don't even know I just get stressed about it um and I do get thoughts of like sometimes I'm like I could just work while I'm away and then I'll stay in control because I think it's the lack of control that makes me anxious it's like handing it over to everyone and being like here you go guys make sure the client stuff runs smoothly I'm not going to be on my phone bye and then yeah yeah, sometimes I know on my last holiday I feel like at least once a day I would go on slack go on people's Instagram pages and make sure like everything was fine because I just get so paranoid about it Um, because I did have times on my holiday last year where like I'd ask people to like reply to stuff or do stuff and then I'd check in and it hadn't been done and I was having to like chase people for stuff on my holiday and then I was really stressed because I was like it kind of makes you think like what would have happened if I just left it you never know you're like I don't know if it would have got done or not Mm. but it stresses me out and I feel like that shows in my work now that I'm always very paranoid about getting things done and stuff so it's annoying but I think because of the experience I've had with it so far I'm now very very like obsessed with planning before my holiday and I map out absolutely everything that needs doing and make sure that everything is pre-planned but it's stressful because it means like this week and last week we've been doing like triple the amount of work so that everything for the two weeks that I'm away are already pre-done yeah done. but needs to get posted and whatever yeah but I guess it depends what kind of business you have like for us a lot of our stuff is kind of like content creation and stuff like that where if you want to we could be really organized prep it in advance and it goes out whereas I imagine if you've got like a product business if you're doing like shipping stuff yourself you're going to be really stressed knowing that either you need to find someone who can take it over and ship all your orders for you while you're gone or you like shut down your store for however long you're gone and then you think okay I can't make any money in that time whereas for me every holiday I've been on I've always I've never taken a pay cut from taking holiday at my business so I know that some people will kind of say okay I'm going to be off for that week so like I'll reduce your bill for that month by a quarter or something like that whereas I've never really wanted to get in the habit of taking like unpaid holidays so I've always made sure that 
I've found a way to work where everything can run as normal and then I get paid as normal. Yeah. No, I'm like that. I don't think if I have had time off, I'm still getting paid the same amount. So, yeah, you feel like a bit stressed out. That's I think that's because of your experience. I think yeah, the good experience last year where everything was like done and you didn't have to chase people, you probably feel a little bit more okay about going away this year. Yeah. And okay. obviously you just went away and you're going away in a few days, but for even longer. Yeah. So it's been quite manic for me because I was in Barcelona Thursday to Sunday and then I got home like late Sunday night and then I felt so ill. So obviously in my head I was like, Monday, get back to it. But then Monday I had to pretty much take off because I felt so rubbish. <laughs> I felt really weird. I don't know what happened to me, but I honestly... Bender, that's what happened to you. Well, the weird thing is I only drank on a Saturday night. All of Sunday I felt awful. Monday I just felt so bad. I felt really weird. I, I, I feel like I picked up some weird illness because I had like a rash all over my stomach. Like Ooh. it was strange times. Um, But yeah, so, so I was like Monday, get back to it. And then I had to take Monday off. And I was a bit firmer with myself. Normally I'd be like, nope, come on work. And I was like, nope, you need to rest or you're going to get worse. And then you're going to be ill on your holiday. So I pretty much took it off. And then what's the day that we're recording this? It's Wednesday for us today. Yesterday, I transitioned into a working day. I worked from bed all day. (laughs) Um, But I did do quite quite a lot. I quite like those days every now and then, especially if like the weather's awful outside. So you're feeling okay, but you're a little bit ill. So just like put TV on, work in bed. Yeah. And then today transitioned back to the desk fully working again I feel way more productive if I'm on a desk Mm. for the longest time I didn't have a desk and then obviously like everyone would have seen if you watch I used to have like my little old podcast space that was like the first time I had a desk and it was so good I was so much more productive I don't know what it is it kind of like affects your imposter syndrome as well Mm. I feel like if you're sat working at a desk it can like help your mindset because sometimes if you're laying in bed working it makes your imposter syndrome worse because you're like oh I'm not a proper business owner like I'm just laying in bed I mean I get imposter syndrome but if I'm like working in bed I'm like shit I'm getting paid to work in bed right now I'm getting paid more yeah, than what I was doing when I was that's working a nice way to five think in an office. Yeah, that's I never think of it like that. I love like speaking to people and like hearing how other people think about stuff because sometimes I feel like really bad about doing things or like if I sit on the sofa and I watch telly while I'm working, I'm like, oh, that's not like proper work, whatever. And then I saw this girl who runs another agency. Um, and she's got an office and she was like, oh, like um, in our office every single day we have like Disney films playing in the background. And I was like, it's so nice to hear like someone who's doing well say something like that because it makes you feel yeah. a bit better. You're like, oh, people can be successful and watch films while they work. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal at the end of the day. I think just yeah. like, well, my end goal is... The thing is, I say, like, not having to do anything but still get paid. 
you're obviously still going to be doing things but like doing other things Mm. like I'm just trying to think of an example so just like you're getting paid to do one thing say you're paying someone else to do it for you whilst they're doing that for you you're then doing another thing to bring in more money and we're going back to like an Andrew Tate thing. Mm. This actually did come up on my TikTok the other day. And he was like saying, women will see that they can earn a lot of money by just working two hours a week and just work two hours a week. And then men will work the two hours and do even more to get even more money. I don't think that's completely true because I would work even more to get even more money. So he is in fact incorrect. Maybe we should get Andrew Tate on the pod. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe maybe like next year we'll get Andrew Tate on you can have a debate with him I would love to watch that it gets he heated because I, I agree with some of the things but I don't agree with I think he's really anti-vegan as well I'm pretty sure oh is he I, why did I think he was like a vegan I don't think so I don't know why I thought that I didn't I didn't think he would be anti-vegan yeah, I'm pretty sure he's anti-vegan. Oh my god, I would love to watch you have a debate with Andrew Tate. <laughs> mm. I know, so, well, I know of someone that's just um gone over and interviewed Tristan Tate. But really? I think they're just trying to get, I think, apparently, I don't really know what the situation is, but apparently he's been told guilty of something. I don't know. So he's just trying to get his name back out there, like, in a good way. There was loads of things they did, didn't they? Weren't they, like, trafficking women or something? I actually don't know. I feel like they were trafficking women and they got arrested for it. See, I thought that part was, like, they were not guilty. But I don't know. I don't know. Don't hold me to any information about Andrew Tate because I do not follow him. There was another guy, I can't remember, there was another guy really similar and I saw him. And it was a TikTok and it was like, if you want to like lose faith in men or like hate your boyfriend or something, look up this guy and see how many people follow him. I looked him up and so many boys I know. Is this the one that you said about to me ages ago? Do you remember? Yeah, I think I sent it to you. Do you remember his name? I'd never heard of him. I said it to Harry and he knew who he was and I was like why what can i search on whatsapp to find this message that you sent me we can't stay on topic for more than like a minute maybe (laughs) yeah i know i don't know how long ago we spoke about this i actually can't find it that's really disappointing i i can't find it but i remember when i looked it was basically just like this guy that's always around a bunch of girls yeah essentially long story short do you know what? It's just an ick in general if a guy follows a load of girls. Yeah. But if you see their name under, like, girls' pictures, and, like, if they don't know the girl... You're like, oh, why are you liking that? Yeah, the thing I hate is when people feel like if someone's on Instagram, it's not real. They're like, oh, it's just Instagram. And I'm like, but it's a real person. Like, what do you think before you like the photo? Hmm. Everyone thinks that if you're liking a photo of someone you do not know, you're thinking, oh, they look good in this photo. I'm going to like it. And then you're yeah. then putting a message across to them, like, look, I like this photo. Because people are like, 
oh, it's just on Instagram, it's not real. But it's not that uncommon for people to end up actually speaking to people on Instagram. It's really not that uncommon. I feel like I can talk about this because it was a little while ago, but I had a friend, her boyfriend, also I'm not going to say any names, her boyfriend was a serial Instagram liker. And, I mean, he cheated. Not say that's not me saying that the liking was him cheating. He genuinely cheated, and that mm. was just literally the first sign of what he just was. like lack of respect. It's a respect thing. It's not cheating if you're liking photos, but it is a respect thing. And it's like, and there was even a point where he was liking other girls' photos and not even like her. Like if she uploaded like a photo where she's like in a bikini, he didn't even like it, but he'll like other girls' bikini photos. What's that all about? Mm. But then he'll Weird. be like, when they broke up, he was so upset. Like, shut up, mate. I feel like they get more upset because they thought they were gonna get away with it. Yeah. Um. And then, so they they broke up. I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's not funny at all. But. I mean, it's not funny for the girl, but I just laugh at the guy. Um, when they broke up, obviously it came out that he was like messaging with all these girls and getting attention from all these other girls, and they broke up over it. And then they were thinking about getting back together, and then I found out some crucial information that he had physically cheated on her. Mm. Oh, so the actual words but like yeah he physically cheated on her not just like dig- digitally cheated on her he physically <laughs> cheated on her and I was the bearer of bad news so awkward because you're like if I tell them I'm gonna break their heart but then you yeah. can't not tell them I, I, there's a thing about like not getting involved as well but there's also girl code. I just think I'd rather know that. Imagine someone knew something and didn't tell you. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I just felt awful the fact that I knew it. I literally only found it like a couple of days before I saw her. I didn't even go to see her. Like, we were literally at Brighton Pride. I didn't even go to see her to tell her. I just went to go see her because I hadn't seen her in a little bit. And then she was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I've been talking. And I'm like, I can't listen to you say this knowing what I know. Like, if you were just done and that like, you weren't talking to him, I wouldn't have brought it up. But if you're wanting to get back with him, then you should know. Mm, stress. I hate stuff like that. He's not my biggest fan, to say the least. <laughs> but do I care? No, I think he's a dead end. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hope she's doing good. Anyway, don't know how I got onto that. So, I don't know what we're going to name this episode because it's become so random. I don't even, I feel like we can't even call it like preparing for your holiday because it just didn't even go that way. Yeah. So, anyone that's listening, our original idea was basically to call the episode like planning for a holiday or like the. <laughs> anxiety about going on holiday and whatever um but... I don't think it's going to be called that anymore so maybe that's... it might have to be another office chat it can be like office chat what you look for in a partner planning for holidays and whatever else we just spoke about <laughs> cheating yeah girls photos on instagram 
Digital cheating. Yeah, digital cheating, physical cheating. Yeah, liking girls' pictures, ick. Like, like <laughs> following girls that you just don't know in general, you just follow them because they're fit, ick. The people that I follow mm. on Instagram, right now anyways, are just people that I know. Either my friends or they're, like, girls who I like their, like, fashion or something. Yeah, I don't really follow, like, any famous people really apart from, like, Post Malone. But, like... <laughs> I don't follow Post Malone because he's fit. I just follow Post Malone because I like his music. So, <laughs> um, and I think, I was, actually, I feel like Selena Gomez. I do follow her because she's fit. But I think that's allowed because I'm not a lesbian. So <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's a completely different thing. I like Selena Gomez's music anyways. But, yeah, um, yeah she's the only person. I don't, I don't really follow, like, singers and people like that i don't think mm. i think i've even like unfollowed a bunch of meme pages as well some meme pages will literally like they'll all of a sudden go really horny and it'll just be like showing yeah. like all these like girls naked and that like, whatever and i'm well not like full-on naked <laughs> but i'm just a bit like i think it's I because a lot of them are just run by like weird men yeah, it's always men that are running them. So then, like, if a girl wants to get promoted on a meme page, which literally at her, like, it would be like a video or something. And I'm like, I really don't want this coming up on my Instagram. So I've just... I've There's a it. guy from my school and he um, runs, like, all the, like, biggest, like, meme pages. Who's I don't what, know. what meme pages? Let me find out. Like Great British memes, Love Island reactions. Um, I feel like I might have heard of Great British memes. That's cool though. Imagine just setting up a meme page and then. Yeah, I think I think like once you've built one up, you can just make another one, share mm. share your stuff to it, and then basically just keep shouting yourself out. Yeah. crazy anyway <laughs> so anyway crop that out <laughs> i don't even remember what where we got to before we started like gossiping <laughs> can you tell that my brain's not working this episode yeah Mine's not working either. <laughs> oh my god. Right. So we've said I mean we haven't given any kind of advice, have we? So do you have any advice that you can give people? I know you still struggle with it, but what are you trying to do Yeah. To- I would say look at what you can automate and then look at I mean, look at what things are absolutely essential that need to happen mm. whilst you're away. So yeah. for me, I'm like, my clients are the priority. Their posts need to go out, their stories need to go out. The engagement needs to be done. They need someone to reply to them. I'm like, that's yeah. the core of what I need to happen. But there's other things that aren't essential. For example, replying to my emails, replying to my DMs, 
I don't know, doing my engagement, posting on my account. None of that has to happen. It's that's like a nice to have, but like it can stop for two weeks while I'm away. Whereas the things that I'm like, okay, these things need to happen. I look at what I can automate. Say, for example, the feed posts going out and make sure they're all created created in advance, but I can automate them being posted by using later. So that's one last thing. I don't have to hire anyone to go and post the photos for me every day because it's done. So anything you can automate, I would say look into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I automate a lot of stuff every day, not just on holidays. So it kind of makes it easier. Um, But yeah, then I think the things that are your like must have, like these things need to happen while I'm away you either need to think okay someone needs to do this for me or you come to some sort of agreement on how you're going to work around it so for me I get like people on my team to take over stuff for me but another thing I have considered that you could do is you can like shift stuff around it so you could say, okay, for two weeks, like, there won't be any posts that go out, or, like, there won't be any stories, but, like, you could say for, like, two weeks before and two weeks after, I'll do extra around it so that we make up for it in other time. Or, obviously, you could say, I will charge you less for that time, mm. but I don't know. It's not been something I've ever wanted to get into, charging yeah. less for it. Um, if someone asked, then yeah, I might consider, but I've never wanted to bring it up. <laughs> um, and I think most people would probably rather things just run smoothly rather than pay a couple weeks less of fees. Yeah. Um, but it completely depends what your business is. I think if you are like a product-based business, find someone who can take over and do your shipping and stuff for you or find someone who can be really on it with like replying to your emails and stuff like that yeah um, I think just pre-planning is key you need to really break everything down look at you need to have a good idea of how your business runs day to day not just like I don't know flapping around through everything you need to know what makes it tick and what the kind of things that are typically on your to-do list are so that you can hand it over to someone because if you are getting someone to take over, you can't just go like, here you go, here's the login, here's my email, like, have fun. They yeah. need to know, like, okay, so normally I go on it every morning, I reply to this, I say this to that, is this how you answer this question? You need to know exactly what you do, otherwise no one else is ever going to understand what it is. Because yeah. when you do it every day, like, in your head, it seems so simple, but you give it to someone else and you'll quickly realise they're like, they just don't get it because it's not natural to them yeah do you know I literally so I said earlier about how I had someone messaging me yesterday about how to set up a company and stuff they were like what is it that you actually do and I was like what do I do I do loads of different things I don't know (laughs) I do a range of things like I don't know how to explain in that one message exactly completely yeah I'm just like stuff I just do stuff like if I if I ever just want to keep it vague or something, I just I'm like I just do digital marketing, and then people kind of yeah. understand that. But there's so much that comes with it. Like I do video editing, I do social media management, I do 
website design I do SEO I do whatever else mm. be like loads of other things that I don't do as a service but I do anyway like I had a client yeah. last year so this is like kind of relevant to the conversation so I'm not going completely off topic um when I went away to Cyprus I carried on working so I'd get up earlier every single day if like a DM came through most of the time I'm just like chilling on a sunbed anyway so um I can just answer if I see it um so I'd get up really early and part of what I did for this particular client was essentially stalk people (laughs) so I feel like being in Gen Z and all I feel like we're all really good social media stalkers so mm-hmm. I think it's actually a talent I yeah. would I would be able to track down a company well I'd be able to track down a person and find their company just from their first name and their location yeah. I'm so I'm honestly I am so good at it so I am, am like, I I'm a number one investigate. We should start a little private investigation company. No, we actually should. Um yeah, I'm ridiculously like good at stalking. Like I can just like see someone and just be like, I'll find them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's literally like what I used to do for this client as well as do their social media and stuff. So like say they had Wait, so why were you stalking people? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't actually explain as to why I was doing just it. Like, I just stalked people for them. <laughs> the end. I stalked people for two hours a day and got loads of money for it, essentially. Um, and so, yeah, basically what would happen, say someone's inquired with them and then they'll then email them and they don't reply. Or, like, they'll reply and then they kind of go a bit radio silent. They obviously have all their details. I mean, they don't fill out the forms properly like, quite a lot of the time. Um, so you'll have their first name and their like location or like sometimes you've got like their full name their phone number their location and whatever and that's so easy to find them but um, yeah if anyone went radio silent on them I'd then get a list and it'd be a long list of people's mm. names and I'd go and hunt them down on social media I then find their company through their personal account and then I would then message the company and then be like are oh, you inquired of us um, <laughs> Can you answer your emails? <laughs> um, oh my god, did it work? Um, I mean, people replied, but the reason why people have gone radio silent is because that they're not interested anymore. If someone was interested, yeah. they'll be emailing you still. So mm. it's not something that necessarily worked, but you do get kind of more of an idea of like, oh. They're not answering because they can't afford it. Oh, they're not answering because whatever yeah, like other find reason. the reasons. Or like people that just don't reply to the Facebook message, they could just be like a time waster. Don't know. So mm. um, yeah. So I don't think I had they. Like, I would get commission with them as well. I don't think I got any sales from doing that. But like, mm. I was just really good at what I did. But I would come back from holiday. So when I came back from. When I came back from Cyprus, I had a meeting with them when I came back for them to say, oh, you weren't working when you were away, were you? And then I was like, "Um, do you want to see the list I went through when I was away? I didn't have to do all that. I gave you like a month pre-warning and they were like, we needed you during this time and you weren't there. And I was like, well, I gave you a month pre-warning, mate. 
Oh my god. And then like 10 minutes later, they were like, oh, I don't want you to think that we don't think you're working. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Sure. People like that. This is what I mean. I get anxiety when it comes to actually saying to people, I'm going to have time off. Because so you, quite a lot, yeah. Quite a lot of the time I'll backtrack and I'll be like, I'll help. I'll do it when I'm away. Mm. But like, I mean, whilst I'm traveling now, I'm not going to be doing it. And then they're fine. But actually, when it comes to asking for like more than three days off that people get really funny for me anyways but yeah like I said from now on which I've just decided on this episode any new client that comes in I'm gonna say the team but the team is just me currently yeah because you might find it helps I mean another thing that I just thought while you were talking is like setting an expectation for yourself and sticking to it yeah so for me I get really strict with myself which I think is why I get stressed as well like if I'm like I'm having a holiday and it is a switched off holiday Mm. even if I see a message and I could reply I'm like out of principle I don't want to reply because if I reply once they might think I'm going to keep replying again so like sometimes even if I see a message I'll message like a team member and be like oh can you just reply back and say this just so that like I've had my input and I can give them a message back where they can't see that it's from me because I don't want them to think that when I'm on my holidays I reply to them yeah yeah so I think you just gotta gotta give yourself some boundaries and you've got to set the boundaries of your clients I think that's really important Mm. and then before you go away like if you've got to do like I mean for me like if I'm going away I will do all the content before getting the content sent to them it's approved and then if I'm away if I need to do dms I'll just do dms but ideally like if I I pre-plan it they don't want to pay as much they don't want to pay as much just whatever but um ideally don't really want to do any unpaid leave but yeah just making sure everything's ready and then for us everything's scheduled I think anything that's product or service based it's a little bit different because I think Mm. when you're service based um you'll still have like inquiries and whatever come in whether it's on Instagram whether it's on Facebook whether it's on whatever um so it's just up to you whether you want to reply to those whilst you're away but obviously when you're service you're not going to be paid whilst you're away but luckily for us we can still get paid well if you're service and you've got a team you can still get paid whilst you're away. But yeah, I think even if you're on your own, you can sometimes just negotiate it. Like, like, like I said earlier, just saying like, oh, I can do like, I can make up for it in extra time when I'm back or something like that. Sort of yeah. like shifting your time or like deliverables around. Yeah, you could do. Um, but I think just like a big thing about it is just boundaries. So, mm. yeah, I feel like we've spoken a lot today. I don't, I feel like we could have gone. I more feel like we've spoken about days. two hours. I don't know how long it'll be once it's edited. That's what I'm <laughs> I feel I like we've done about two hours. I just saw the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got a lot of work to do. Um, So, I mean, if you feel like we've missed anything, because I feel like answering or just looking at people's responses to our stories took up like half the episode. So if you want us to talk about it a bit more than we can, um, next week is actually going to be one of our first solo episodes. 
so I'm gonna be doing a solo episode so Georgia won't be with me next week so you're gonna miss Georgia next week um and in case you weren't aware October is mental health awareness month so we're just going to be talking about our experiences with mental health and running your own company whilst dealing with all that um because I mean we've both gone through different things I've been very open with the fact that I go to therapy and I'll kind of go into it a bit more I'm going into it completely because it is also a very personal experience but if it helps people then I'm going to talk about it because it is mental health awareness month so on that note I will see you next week and then Georgia will see you I don't know what we're doing the week after we'll deal with it when it comes (laughs) (laughs) you'll deal with it because I'm on holiday yeah it'll be another solo episode for me maybe (laughs) Georgia will see you soon but I will see you next week um but yeah I hope you have a lovely rest of your week and yeah bye bye